Hey, ladies and gentlemen, probably mostly gentlemen, but welcome back. It's another episode of the A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, and I have with me... Uh, my name is Clarence O'Donnell. That doesn't fit with our theme at all. Oh, shit, it's not the right. A to C, it was A to Z. <laughs> I'm Zach, failed comedian, <laughs> and I am, of course, with America's sweetheart, Andrew Varble, again. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. We'll mm-hmm. fix that in post again. You keep forgetting your own nickname, and it's really sad. Yeah. It kind of depresses me. I mean, it comes with my age. <laughs> so hard Back in my day, I was known as the America's Sweetheart. And they're like, okay, Grandpa, just go they to They made heart sweet back then because it was easier to swallow. <laughs> they made heart sweet back then. <laughs> oh, that's a tattoo. Yeah? They made heart sweet back then. Just get it, like, on your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm losing my hair anyway, might as well put something up there yeah i like yeah. it i think it'll work okay how you been buddy oh pretty good pretty it's been a good. whole week yeah a little over a week yeah. yeah this is nuts it really is we've got a full setup we both have mics right now yeah this is like professional shit right we're now. we're not just filming off of like one of our phones yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is about what the first one sounded like yeah but, more or less hey, yeah what are you gonna do hey it still works people heard it yeah a couple people heard it i know at least two okay me and you yeah so there's well, at least I two don't know if i listened to the actual finished product straight through oh yeah i did a lot of editing on it and then i just never listened oh, that to makes the sense thing. yeah no, like, you, ah, you, you, you wouldn't want to listen to it again yeah exactly yeah. i listen to it at work oh yeah which is the epitome of my narcissism i think is okay. listening to myself because <laughs> here's the worst part uh-huh. i laughed at my own jokes several times really yeah even when you knew they were coming well, I didn't. You got to remember, I was fairly drunk oh, last that's time. That's true. That's so true. So it's not like I remembered everything. Yeah. But there was a couple times where I was pretty funny. I want to be honest with you. So. Okay. Like, not to toot my own horn, but mm. I mean, there's a reason this comedian failed. Yeah. Not give yourself too much credit. It's because I was too funny. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what that, it was. That's what they said. They okay. pulled me into the giant uh, stand-up comedian um, council that yeah. they all have. You know, mm-hmm. it's like Louis C.K. and Sarah Silverman and Jerry Seinfeld and Dane Cook. Dan Cook, of course. He he's actually he's the guy in the robe standing above it. Oh, because okay. we have to sacrifice a baby every day oh, to make sure that we're still funny. Mm-hmm. And then um, they they pulled me in there, and Louis C.K. goes, "Zach, you're too funny. We just can't." He's like, "You're gonna make my material look like shit." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I do a lot of crowd work. It makes sense." Mm-hmm. So yeah, just who doesn't love that? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been proven. But hey, we made it here once again. Uh, hopefully we'll keep it going like a once a week thing. Oh yeah, nice. no, for sure. We're going to yeah. definitely keep this going. All right. I mean, I don't really care if anybody's listening or not. Well, I'm yeah, just... no, I mean, I know we'd keep it going, but I'm just saying like the weekly thing is kind of nice. Like that's actually yeah, like a, no, I, I think it'll a fairly standard podcast schedule. It'd yeah. It'd be, be nice to keep it up. That'd be cool. Because what, we're recording this on a Thursday. Uh, this week, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we can keep it like a Thursday or a Friday pretty much. So what's up, buddy? How you been? Uh, doing real good, actually. Yeah. Been a fun week. Are you excited? No, not anymore. Football season has started, bro. Oh, I did. I Today got is the week. first preseason game. Man. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't even know that. It is uh, the Baltimore Ravens versus the Chicago Bears. Oh. Or as I like to call it, no one fucking cares. Yeah. It was like the Hall of Fame game or something. Probably. Yeah, it is. It's the Hall of Fame game, exactly. Usually what they started with. I'm All just right. ready for football, man. Oh, I yeah. love football. My eyes lit up because a couple of days ago you sent me that uh, test oh, for the fantasy, for the fantasy mm-hmm. football. And I was like, oh, here we go. Gotta Did you get in and set, and, uh, set your team up and everything yet? No. no. Okay. Worthless like that. So. Just so you know, just to give you a fair warning, mm-hmm. me and Emma both just did like total shitpost meme names for our game, oh. or for our teams, and then Ruben is the 85 Bears, of course, because 
that was the one year that the Bears could win a Super Bowl. Oh, okay. so that's what they all go to because he's a Bears fan. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. That. He's from Chicago, so even still, that's sad. Eh, it's my favorite joke though. Is it? What's the difference between Marty McFly and a Chicago Bears fan? I don't know. Eventually, Marty McFly stopped going back to 1985. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is nice. I'm gonna have to use that one. Figure out what I want to do for who's on what team now. Oh yeah, that's right. This is about the time I start doing that. I don't really follow it as it's like the day to day trade rumors or no. I don't do too much of that either, to be honest with you. Yeah. See, what I usually do is I get really drunk during the draft. Okay. And then I just uh, we both went to wake our monitors back up at the same time. (laughs) I get really drunk during the draft, and then I just go um, like totally forget what I drafted. Usually grab Tom Brady because he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh Just so we're all aware of that. Okay. And it's then, out there um, now. It's, it's on a podcast. It has to be true. That's fine. It's, it's, this isn't the first podcast to say that. I can guarantee you that. It might be. It's a hot take. There is no fucking way I'm the only one. Tom thinks it. Yeah, well, he does a podcast. It's Tom Terrific. He should. Oh, my God. Buddy, you have any idea? That is the only podcast I would listen to. Yeah. If, he, if, if Tom Brady had a podcast, that was it. And it, it could just be him breathing slightly into the microphone for an hour, and I, I would still listen to you it. You'd just loop it and play it on your sleep. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be my uh, ASMR, uh-huh. like you do. <laughs> ASMR tutorial, Tom Brady's breath. It's like, oh, it smells like greatness. I'm rolling my eyes. That was a sign of me rolling my eyes. Good. You should, because he's the greatest. Mm-hmm. I am excited, though, man. Football. It's a great time. We're, we're getting close to fall. We're going to get out of summer. Yeah. Which is my least favorite season oh, yeah. of like, the year. Today was like the most bullshit summer day ever. It's like 90 fucking degrees. Mm-hmm. You're sweating your ass off. Then all of a sudden you turn around and it's raining, like yeah. pouring down rain. And it's fucking nice out right yeah. now. Like yeah. on the drive here, it was nice. Wow. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, you're stuck in here with me. I can't stand. <laughs> you're not <laughs> you locked in here You can't stand me. Yeah. Go ahead, finish your <laughs> sentence. I heard you. No, I just like got the flash from the watchman just jumped into my head. And, like, you're not locked in here with me. <laughs> That was a good movie, by the way. The Watchmen. Yeah, a lot of people give a shit. A lot of people hating on Zack. Well, uh, I mean, it is different from the from the comic. I can yeah. see that. Because I like them both separately. Like, I don't think, like, oh, it's the greatest iteration of The Watchmen ever. But yeah. it's still a good movie. Yeah, he captured enough of it. It had yeah, the essence, was, for there sure. There was fun moments in there. And then the guy who played Rorschach was awesome. Oh, yeah. And then, then he played, like, Freddy Krueger or something in the Friday, yeah. ni- or the Friday the 13th. Uh, no, or Nightmare. Nightmare on Elm Street remake. So... I thought he was good. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was gonna say you're about to lose a lot of fans there if you're gonna make. That's those fine. I thought up. he did a good job. I mean, <laughs> y- yes, he's not a Robert England. We can all admit that. But it was a different movie. Yeah, it's the same thing when like people make the whole Joker uh, argument, where it's like, oh, no one should ever play the Joker besides Heath Ledger because that was the best Joker. But you mean Jared Leto? Oh my god. Ugh. Turn this podcast off. We're done. <laughs> I take it back. This is not gonna be once a week. We're oh. done until you admit that Jared Leto was a terrible Joker. No, I was hoping that would be kind of another segue, because you said you wanted to bring up Suicide Squad again. I do have a Suicide Squad question. Well, it's not so much a Suicide Squad story, okay. as it is a me and my um, amazing that I'm not a serial killer rage kind of story, where I was in, I was at work, smoking a cigarette. I usually don't talk to anybody when I'm on, when I'm on break anyway, because I'm reading like a book on my phone or something. And then um, I'm picking up the conversation going on next to me and these guys are talking about the joker and how uh heath ledger's the greatest joker ever and no one else should ever play him again (laughs) and then one of the other guys is like no when you think about it jared leto was the best joker and they were all like what do you mean and he's like well like the way that he brought to that character and like how he got totally into what that character was and just like for the 
society that we're in, I think he was the best Joker. That pause is the amount of rage that I felt. I wanted to murder that guy. Like yeah. I, I, I connected with anyone who's ever walked into their work and started shooting people. Because I wanted to do that right then. Yeah, I'm going to say, it's probably dangerous that you had a cigarette that was lit in your hand. Oh, yeah, no, I should have flipped it at him. That's what I should have done. I've been like, fuck you, buddy. Mark Hamill is the best Joker, and you fucking write that shit down. Most people don't even know that. That's sad. I'll be honest with you, I didn't know it for a little, the longest time. Yeah? Because, like, when... It is distinct. It's not too similar to his regular No, voice. not at all. Like it, but, it's harder to pick up than normal. But you gotta also remember, the animated series came out, like, when I was a kid. Like, well, I mean, what was the year that came out? Um, 94, 95, something like that, maybe, right? Yeah. yeah, and I was born in 92. And I grew up watching Batman the Animated Series. You know, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, all the greats. So it's probably the best iteration of Batman that's ever been made. And, uh, oh, here. Oh, there, there you go, you're pulling it up. Where yeah. are we at? 92. 92? Okay, so it was the year I was born is when it came out. And I grew up watching that because it was on, like, WB Kids or whatever, one of the Saturday morning cartoons that I would watch. I loved Batman the Animated Series so much, I made my dad watch it with me. And I'm not shitting you. Oh, really? I would be like, Dad, Batman's coming on. We gotta go watch it. And he's like, I just got home from work. I'm like, yeah, well, Batman's coming on, so let's go watch it. <laughs> and then I'd be like, Dad, you're not paying attention. He's fighting Mr. Freeze. Are you not Are you not catching this? Like, what's going on here? But like, this is I, an excellent backstory for Victor. <laughs> look to... at him. He's, his, his wife is frozen. He's robbing banks and shit. This is amazing, Dad. <laughs> he's like, why are you cursing at me? You're nine years old. <laughs> but like, um, so I grow up watching that. And so that's just, it was just the Joker voice. And, you know, I also grew up watching Star Wars, but I never connected the two until like the internet came out and we had IMDb. And I was like, fucking Mark Hamill's the Joker. Are you shitting me? <laughs> and so now just to this day, it's just, he's the best Joker ever, I think. If you ask me. No one did, though. And Kevin Conroy's the best Batman. Talking. Followed by Affleck. Batman or Bruce Wayne? Both. Oh. I think Affleck was a good both. I'm really? Honest with you. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of the things that we have problems with from that movie, which I haven't even seen Justice League yet, I've just been kind of like oh. sort of not wanting to get into it. because mm-hmm. Is that another one we have to strap you to the chair for? Not exactly. I don't think it's that far. It's okay. not as far as the Suicide Squad one, but yeah. it's definitely. Uh, it's a better movie than Suicide Squad. I need sure. to. F- I need to be in the right state of mind because I don't want to watch the movie drunk because I want to remember it. Mm-hmm. But I can't just be hungover because I'm gonna yell at it anyway. Right. So it's like I need. And you don't want to like, be completely sober because that's no, not too. You gotta lo- find a right mix. Luckily, I'm never completely sober. Okay. So there's it's a little bonus point for us. <laughs> We've got one thing going for us. Exactly. All right, man. So you got topics for me. What do we got? You got to rein me in. You're the Zach Wrangler. What are we going to talk about today? So one thing that we really share another love for that I we don't think we brought up really at all in the first podcast. We brought up comic books, but we didn't bring up actual books. True. We both do a lot of reading. That is true. And uh, so I just wanted to kind of throw out there, like, what what are some of your favorite books that you've enjoyed over the years? My favorite books? Yeah. Let's let's get to know Zach. Okay, that's fair. What's he like as a person? <laughs> Evil. Yeah, uh, I'm chaotic good. I uh, think I would describe myself as. Okay, I'm a social justice barbarian, and uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, favorite books. That's a hard one. I know. Man. I just put you right on the spot God, too. That's a so. lot of them too. Favorite books or favorite book series? You want one offs? You want series? Whatever you feel like talking about, we'll cover it all eventually. I'm sure. Okay, but. that's fair. For one offs, um, and this is in no particular order. I can't right. name a favorite book. Yeah, I just can't do yeah. it. For one-offs, where it's just one book, for for sure, Clockwork Orange is in there. Really? That is You've one of my. You've actually read it, huh? Oh yeah, I've read it twice. Wow, it's one of my favorite novels. 
it's a bummer to read because you have to buy like the compendium dictionary of NADSAT, which is that crazy slang language that uh he thought up for okay. it, where it's like a mix of it's a mix of like Cockney um Chav like British slang and Russian language for some reason. So it's almost indecipherable, but you have to read through all that. But I think it's a great story. Clockwork Orange is fantastic. One of my favorite books because I actually have a great story about Clockwork Orange. It's yeah. like a little like fun fact about Clockwork Orange. It has two different endings. The book does? Yes. Okay. And spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read Clockwork or seen the movie. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and wait. Okay, spoilers are done. Here we go. Spoilers. All right, go for it. Um, there's two different endings. There's the American version, which is the ending of the movie, which I'm sure you've seen. It's Stanley yeah. Kubrick. Right. Um, That's been my only exposure. I didn't. Okay. I knew it was based on a book, but I didn't it's think really that it was good. actually a book that people it's could read. It's really good. <laughs> so the American version of the book is that ending, where he you know, just kind of goes back to his old ways. Mm -hmm. The British version of the book has that ending in it, and then he just naturally has like a come to Jesus moment and starts running a shop and tries to be a better person. I have to burp like the whole time I'm talking. <laughs> Let me talk about classical literature while I burp into a microphone. <laughs> so the English version is that where like, he just like naturally has a come to Jesus moment and redeems himself. The American audiences hated that ending. So the American version of the book doesn't have that part in there. Wow. He Which completely I, edited it all out. Yeah. They, yeah. They just fucking took it out. Just ends with him like in the hospital bed, like in the movie, okay. where he's like finally kind of come back to himself. <laughs> I actually love that. It's one of my favorite things about America, where we're all like, "No, fuck that. The government was wrong anyway. He doesn't. He needs to be evil. Fuck you. Don't tell me what kind of book to read. Like, I think that's fucking fantastic, man." <laughs> but you've 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 seen the movie. You haven't read the book. Yeah, correct, correct. Okay. What about you? What's one of your favorite books? Um, I don't. You might laugh, but to be honest, it's Jurassic Park. I reread it, like, every couple of years. Like, I don't think I've ever read it, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Not that I can remember. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoy it. It's it's another one. It's similar to the movie, but it's got its own different... Mm -hmm. Like its own taste? Mm -hmm. It does. What's it like? It's like Andrew Clayton or something? What's the guy uh, Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton. Mm -hmm. That was close. They yeah. were similar syllables. Mm -hmm. And he actually, he really did do a sequel also of The Lost World. Um, yeah, I saw yeah. it. It had Vince Vaughn. It was fantastic. <laughs> no, that one is nothing like the movie. <laughs> They really veered off of it from that one, but they've actually kind of added some elements of it in the later, like Jurassic World and stuff. Because oh, really? in the Lost World, in the novel, they actually have a uh, dinosaur that can cloak basically and go invisible. Oh, like in the newest like Jurassic the Park ones. movie that just mm -hmm. came out that yeah. I haven't seen yet, yeah. that I have no urge to see either. I to don't be really honest with like. You. I really wanted to because you really kind of need to see those movies in theaters mm -hmm. to really get the full experience of it, you know. Yeah. But I just can't bring myself to go. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, I was such a big fan of the original Jurassic Park. I mean, every kid was. I mean, yeah. who doesn't love dinosaurs? It was exactly. The, it was the tits, man. The oh, fucking yeah. first Jurassic Park was fantastic. Absolutely. And then you got, uh, was it The Lost World? Was that mm -hmm. the second one? Yeah. And what was the third one? It was just Jurassic Park 3. Just Jurassic Park 3. That was the worst one, right? It was pretty awful. Yeah. They've all kind of blended together. Which okay. one has the talking raptor? Because that's the greatest scene in film history. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, that's uh, the third one. Is, is that the third one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Where Dr. Grant falls asleep and there's yeah. a there's <laughs> a raptor that goes Alan. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! I don't know what the fuck the director was smoking at that point, but that was fantastic. I yeah, loved yeah. it. That was the one that was like had the worst ending too to me. It's like that kid just out of nowhere realizes that somebody's calling him from Jurassic Park on the phone that was like inside of the giant 
Indominosaurus or whatever it was. The Spinosaurus, that's what it was. I don't re- I'll be yeah. honest with you, I do not remember the plot of so Jurassic it, like, Park eats the, eats the satellite phone, like, in the middle of the call. I thought that was Lost World where that happened. Mm, this is three. And he, like, oh my God, shits totally... out the phone, so, like, the satellite phone's in a pile of shit. Yeah, because I started And he calls, that. like, his little son that's back in the States, and he's, like, can only speak, like, three words, and he's, like, Daddy, and, like, holding a dinosaur, so then, the, then somebody's, like... <gasps> His dad is on the island with the dinosaurs. We should go rescue him. <laughs> like, what? And the fact that they get there in, like, super oh, fast time. That is the laziest screenwriter I've ever heard in my life. That's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to cue that up and watch See, it I thought next that time. was the second one. That was Lost World. Oh. With, like, because it's got the Nokia ringtone. I always remember that. The Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That wasn't the second one? Nope, that was the third one. Was Vince Vaughn in the third one or the second one? He was in the second one. He was in the second one. The second one ends with the T-Rex getting loose in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, because there's that great scene where they, like, the camera pans through, and there's, like, the guy who was piloting the boat. The captain would be the word that everybody else would use. <laughs> and it pans back and it looks like he's holding it and then it's just like a severed hand still holding the wheel. I remember that scene. Yep. Okay. I don't know. That movie was kind of a ripoff of Godzilla, though, when you think about it. Yeah, a little That's bit. That's basically what they did. They made Godzilla, but with Tyrannosaurus Rex, mm-hmm. which is Godzilla. So yeah. it's like King Kong meets Godzilla, but not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All, the, the second and third one have totally just melded into my brain yeah. and I just assume that they're the same film. You must have watched them like back to back. And I'm so sure just... I've watched them both at some point, yeah. but I cannot remember them. I remember the first one, of course, is my favorite one. Right. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. But God, I don't remember the second or third one like at all then. I remember like parts where I laugh because it's funny. Like mm-hmm. when they're on parachutes yeah. and the pterodactyls come in out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's the third one again, yeah. <laughs> Was that the third one? Uh-huh. I thought for sure that was the second one. Oh, no. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Those fucking movies have blended together. Yeah. What did you think of the, uh, I guess not a remake, I guess technically it's a sequel, Jurassic World, the first one? It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say good at all, but like it hit a lot of the, the beats, you know. For it was fun. Fake and, yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was, uh, you know, basically just a giant monster movie by the end of it. Like, oh, it's the raptors versus the T-Rex versus the new invisible dinosaur <laughs> and then you get the giant one that comes out of the water and it's like oh yeah yeah that, yeah, that, that was just like i don't know how to end this movie have mm. a giant shark come out and eat everybody i guess mm. fuck it who cares mm-hmm. yeah we'll turn it into jaws at the end although <laughs> well, let's all admit chris pratt was fantastic in jurassic world though he can really do not much wrong uh, that guy's a great actor he really is. he really is like, he's adapted to a lot of stuff the motherfucker can act granted he hasn't had a lot of different roles because if you take him in Jurassic World and him in Guardians of the Galaxy, it's the same character, which I'm not mad about yeah. at all. I'm not talking shit. You're talking to a guy who's based his whole uh, personality on Han Solo, which is what Chris Pratt is doing with all of his roles. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's not a lot of stretch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's call it like it is. It's still good, though. It is. I just hope he, he does like a Robin Williams thing where he does like a one-hour photo where he gets to be like a serial killer Ooh, or something. Nice That's pull. the movie I want to nice see. Pull. I loved one-hour photo. Oh, I'll be man. honest with you. It was good. People should talk that yeah. movie for some reason. What was reason. the other one that he did that was like where he was like editing people's memories? Uh, the Final Cut. Did you ever see that? I don't one? think I've ever seen that. No. Oh, that's another good like uh, Robin Williams I was drama. I say AI. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a very creepy movie. Robin Williams is a fantastic dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, his dramatic roles, in my opinion, are better than his comedic roles. Yeah, I could see that. Because, I mean, with his comedic roles, he's got, like, two that were good. Like, Aladdin, mm-hmm. obviously, he was good in that. And then, like, I don't know, Jack, I guess. Yeah, and the 
the things that you like hit on whenever he's in his comedy is the fact that he's just so off the rails, you mm-hmm. know, jumping from one thing to the next to the next to the next to the next. Right. To the yeah. Next. It's just so yeah. The I whole mean, time. At that point, it's hard to call it good as more just like manic. Yeah, you know? it's it's just his stand up is all he's doing. He's just doing his own stand up routine, and you know, a director put a camera on him. Yeah. But then he gets in his dramatic roles, and he gets a director who kind of like reins him in just a little bit, mm-hmm. and like a. Uh, Oh, this this weekend I made uh, Emma, my my girlfriend, watch Good Goodwill Hunting for the first time. Oh wow, she had okay. never seen that. Yeah, and I mean he has some of the greatest lines in film history in that movie. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean he has for sure the best um, monologue ever. Yeah, at the very end or towards the end when he's in the no, therapy session. With no, him. when they're on the bench. Whenever he's talking to Will about how, like, uh, oh. he's like, you know, you're an orphan. If I read Oliver Twist, would I know, like, who the fuck you are, basically? Like, that is one of the greatest monologues in film history. That dude fucking just beats the fuck out of that screen with his talent. That is fantastic. And a, and just a great movie all around. So me and her watched that. She liked it. And then I told her that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote that, and she didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. I think that's shitty. They're clearly talented boys. They can write that movie. Boy, they're old enough to be my father, but still. They probably are, yeah. <clears throat> old enough to be your father, not that they are your father. Oh my god, if Ben Affleck was my dad. Wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast, I'll tell you that much right now. Well, you'd be sitting on this side? No, I'd be on a boat and we'd oh. be doing this podcast. Oh, I'd be okay. rich as fuck, because my dad is Batman. Now who just won? America. <laughs> America. What were we on? Books. Oh my god. We go off the fucking rails. <laughs> yeah. So hard. We went through I... the entire Jurassic Park <laughs> quadrilogy. <laughs> there were a couple of Robin Williams films. We talked and, about uh... every Jurassic Park movie and then got to Robin Williams somehow. <laughs> and this yeah. all started from your book, Jurassic Park, that you liked. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see. Let me get another book in here. I'm trying to think. Should I do another one-off or... Um... I mean, I guess I could bring up the big series that we're going to have to do a whole episode on together anyway. Yeah. The greatest Stephen King series ever written. There we go. The Dark Tower. Absolutely. I mean, like, we're going to have to do a series. Like, just... I almost thought we should do, like, a like a book club type thing. Yeah. Like, once we get a bit of an audience, like, you know, everybody reads along with us. We do, like, you know, would, six or seven chapters a week or something like that. I would love that. that. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Just deep dive and discuss it through them. Oh, my God. I could Just talk, have our own little segment on that. I could talk for hours on the dark tower that yeah. is pro i mean for sure that's my favorite book series ever written yeah and it's just i mean if, if you guys haven't read that book you need to go out and at least buy the gunslinger that's my yeah. rule for all of the dark tower books like oh yeah just read the first one that's the only one i'll force somebody to read like that's if really you don't want to read further than too. the first one like i get it but just read the first one yeah and if you don't want to go further, that's cool. I You'll get it. a good encapsulation of what you're going to expect throughout the entire series. It's short enough that you can get through it in just a couple nights. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's only a couple hundred pages. Yeah, and for a Stephen King book, that's essentially a pamphlet. At yeah. That point. <laughs> I've been rereading uh, it actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, for the last couple of weeks because I watched the uh, remake. Okay, you finally did get to it. I did. I finally nice. saw it like two weeks ago. Okay. H- have you seen it? Oh yeah. What'd you think? I loved it. Oh my god, it was so good. Oh yeah. Oh, they really nailed it. Like the, the fucking... casting was great. Those kids, they they felt like friends. Exactly, and like there's there's three of those. There's three actors in that movie. Two of them are the kids. Uh, Finn Wolfhart, who's playing Richie, who's the okay. kid from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah, and then whoever played Eddie, 
Eddie Casbrick, those mm-hmm. two stole that fucking show. They were fantastic. Also, the girl who played Beverly, she could act like a motherfucker too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, um, Eddie, the kid playing Eddie is whenever he's like, when he breaks his arm and like the house on uh, is, is it Nyabolt? Is, is that how you Nyabolt or Ninibolt? Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. Whenever he breaks his arm, he's like, I'm gonna snap it back into place. He goes, Don't you fucking touch me! Don't you fucking touch me! <laughs> I laughed hysterically at that scene. That was fantastic. That movie was amazing. Oh yeah, they did a great job. And then fucking, um, what's his name? One of the Scars Guards. Because there's 40 of them at this point. And they're all fucking fantastic actors. The one playing Pennywise. Mm -hmm. Was it Bill Skarsgård or was it Alex? I think it's Bill. Which one's the hot one? Because he was the one who was in like True Blood or something like that. He was in one of the vampire movies. That's that's Peter, right? I don't know. There's fucking 800 different Skarsgårds. Let me look them up. Vamp for me. I'm going to pull up the Scars Guards. Alright. So yeah. Um, speaking of him, while we're looking, the one that plays Pennywise is also in the new Castle Rock miniseries on Hulu. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Stephen King series. Yeah. Uh, you were right. It, 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 it was Bill. Okay. I'm smarter than I am. Alexander, that's the hot one. Oh, okay. Look at that guy. Oh, yeah. That dude's a fucking dime piece, dog. Dang. That's a straight up dime piece. And he was in, I think he was in True Blood, which is the, yeah, he was, look, right there. Oh, True yep. Blood. Oh, oh my is he God. the one that married uh, Anna Paquin? I have no idea. One of them got married to him, I know. Oh, my God, if those two have kids. <laughs> imagine the genes that are getting passed on there. Look at that fucking face. I'm going to just talk about Alexander Skarsgård's face for the rest of this fucking podcast. This dude's <laughs> a dime piece, son. He's got to have a heavy dick on him, right? Fucking I'm eight. not sure. I can't see full profile. That's it's hard l- to tell from the face. That's at least nine inches. I can guarantee that. Yeah. Oh, look okay. at that. Oh. Yeah. Look. Oh my. Oh. Look at that. I'm looking at the fucking tip right there. That's touching his fucking knee. <laughs> You're like a mouse tip stroking him there. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. I'm make him come. Oh. Yeah. It, it was Bill Skarsgård though. That was you. You got that one. Point for me. But there's like fucking eight of them. And like their dad acts too. Yeah. Yeah, daddy. Look at that. Daddy Skarsgård on why his famous sons would never forgive. I don't, I'm not going to read the rest of it. Yeah, that's clickbait, but. How many times has the word daddy Skarsgård been written on the internet? Because I'm going to say about 106. It's probably accurate. Since today. (laughs) Holy fuck, he's 6'4". And just made of sex. God, I hate this fucking guy. I know. He's like John Hamm. It's like, hey, save some for the rest of us. You know what I mean? They didn't, though. Like, they took it all. You're super tall. You're yeah. super talented. You've got a huge cock. And we all just got to sit here and be like, yeah, I guess we'll fuck whoever you don't want to fuck. Yeah. Appreciate it. Okay, no, she married the other guy from the show. <clears throat> Lawyer. Mistake. Marry that Skarsgård dog. That's what he looks like? That's her husband. Though. That's her husband? Are you yeah. kidding me? She picked him over yeah. fucking Alexander Skarsgård? Mm-hmm. He looks like Benedict Cumberbatch with Down Syndrome. <laughs> I'm fucking over this bit. Fuck Anna Paquin. We're done. Me and her are done. Professionally. I'm done with it. She's rogue, though. Too bad. I'll tell you who's rogue. My anger. I don't know where it's going right now. I'm so mad. <laughs> oh, good segue. <laughs> used to be a radio. I know what I'm doing here. Yeah. You're getting more and more into your element now that I've gotten more professional. Yeah, I got headphones on. I have no idea what's going on anymore. <laughs> But yeah, no, I've been rereading it. I've been rereading it, and um, this is the first time I've read it. Like, this is only the second time I've read it. Okay. Because I read it one time, like, back in high school. So I haven't read it for a So, good. like, two years ago. Yeah, fair. 
about eight. <laughs> See, like, it's been a good eight to ten years since the last time I read that book. Okay. And it's been, like, it's kind of fun to go back to it. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, I've watched the movie, I, I, I watch the movie once a year. Oh, the old miniseries? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watch the miniseries at least once a year. Like, every time around Halloween, you gotta watch it. Because it's one of the few movies that scares me. Yeah. Because I watch that opening. Like, oh my god, dude, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, I just gotta think about it. Hang on. Okay. Let's take a break while I think mm-hmm. about it. All right. So, if we want to move on to our next topic here, uh, this one I figure you're gonna go off on me here. Yeah. But, uh, so Comic Con was last weekend. Are you aware with that? Yeah. Did no, you, were I you following any of the goings on? I didn't follow it as tightly as I usually do. Okay, good. Then this may be coming as a surprise to you then. Uh, there was an interview with Zack Snyder, director Excellent. of uh, the great Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Yeah, it was one of the best movies ever made. BVS. Mm-hmm. BVS. Yeah. yeah. You got that tattoo like on your back, yeah. right? Yeah. Bullshit vagina sex. That's what it was. <laughs> okay. Well, you're going to love this even more. <laughs> he uh, was asked by a fan to clear up the controversy surrounding the Robin costume that's famously seen in the Batcave in that movie. Yeah, with the spray paint and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said that it has been confirmed now. He says that that Robin suit belonged to Dick Grayson and not Jason Todd. You can go fuck yourself, Zach. This is mother of God. Are you <laughs> shitting me? Like, uh, to I fucking... Uh, what? Why? Why would you even make that? Like, there's no need to even have that be like... What's his fucking idea behind that? I don't get it. Yeah. Oh, and it's like, it's there's even a crowbar involved. That's the whole fucking thing with Jason. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> Dick Grayson was dead in Batman v Superman, paving the way for Carrie Kelly's Robin. Fuck you. I don't even know who that is. That's uh the Robin from Dark Knight Returns. Oh, remember okay. like the really old Batman, and mm-hmm. like it's like the the one chick who has like sunglasses on. Yeah, and shit. the goggles. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's Carrie Kelly. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah, you know what, Zack Snyder, go fuck yourself. I'm already done with this shit. I'm almost happy that I haven't watched the Justice League movie because you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> like what? Why? Because now, like, we can't have a good fucking Dick Grayson movie now either. And you've completely cut out one of the best Robins, Tim, uh, one of the best Robins, Tim Drake, who's fucking fantastic, and I always loved, because he was a bad motherfucker, and was like a super detective and shit. He was a smart Robin, oh. who figured shit out. Okay. And then, like, I mean, does that get rid of, like, fucking Damien and all that other shit, too? Like, we just took all this fucking beautiful lore that is Batman, we're like, nah, I got a better idea. How about I just fucking shit on everybody, like, that likes this movie? The Batman fans were the only ones keeping the fucking DC thing alive. This is great, too. Because you should have figured it out because of the weapon that's in his hand. That's that's more of a Dick Grayson weapon. That's a staff. That's what Tim Drake used. Dick Grayson (laughs) used the two fucking, like, Kimbo sticks. Go fuck yourself. Maybe you should read a fucking comic book, goddamn Zack Snyder. Are you fucking kidding me? To say I should have figured it out because he has a staff. Why did you figure that out? I thought he, you were a Batman fan. Zach. Why did I figure it out? Because he has a staff, and that's what Tim Drake uses. Tim Drake has the fucking staff. What does Dick Grayson always use? What does Nightwing use? He has those two like akimbo sticks that are have like tasers in the end of them and shit like that. That was Grayson. Grayson had two sticks, not a fucking staff. And then Damien had like a sword or some shit at one point too, because mm-hmm. Damien's a fucking psychopath. He's awesome, actually. I love Damien Wayne. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, spoilers by the way. One of the Robins is. Bruce Wayne's son from Talia Al Ghul. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's... 
Yeah, no, that's true because he gets trained by uh, Raish. Oh, nice. And it's Raish Algul, not Raz Algul. What? Yeah, you can all go fuck yourself too. I saw Batman Begins. And I don't oh know how to my god! It. Fucking why? Why does it? That ruins the whole character. Like why? There's no need. That's not even. I would. You know what? I would prefer fucking Chris O'Donnell reprise his role as Dick Grayson as opposed to just have him be murdered by the Joker and we just throw away all the fucking shit that comes from that afterwards. Mother fuck. This is the problem with fuck. This is why DC movies don't make any fucking money right here. Because they have no regard for the comics whatsoever. Yeah, And no clue what they're doing. No. At at least Marvel will throw you a little bit every now and then. I'm not saying Marvel sticks. I can't say that Marvel sticks completely close to it because I don't read a lot of Marvel comics. Anyway. But to fucking just wipe your ass with shit, like, who's the one that's really going to buy tickets to you know, the fucking Dawn of Justice and shit like that? Originally, it's going to be the fucking Batman fans, the DC fans. Those are the ones you kind of at least throw me a fucking bone. Yeah. Like, I was happy when I first saw that before I knew it was Dick Grayson, where I was like, oh shit, we're going to talk about fucking Jason Todd? Like, that exists? Like, Instead, this... they wait two and a half years later to finally confirm that it's... To confirm it's Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. and also the other Robins don't exist except for Carrie Kelly. That's the only one who's going to exist. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, then we can't do the Carrie Kelly Dark Knight Returns kind of bullshit anymore, because now his character can't make that leap, because he hasn't had the fucking character development to become the old grizzled Batman. Which, don't get me wrong, Dark Knight Returns is awesome. I love that movie. Also, one of the best fucking animated films ever. Did you ever see the animated version? No, I didn't. First off, they were smart. Broke it up into two parts. Okay. They got part one and part two. Part one just focuses on him, like, deciding to come back, and then he fights the mutant leader, mm-hmm. which has, like, the greatest line in comics ever, whenever he's fighting him in that mud pit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, this isn't a mud pit. This is an operating table, and I'm the surgeon. And he's just fucking beating the shit out of that giant dude. You know who voiced Batman in those movies, though? No. Peter fucking Weller. Robocop? Robocop is fucking Batman in those movies. Oh, shit. Yeah. That is nice. It is fucking fantastic. They he, are he would really bring good. the right like old man gravity. Oh, it's too. perfect. I'm yeah. not even shitting you. It's perfect. Yeah, I actually own them both on on DVD. I'll give them to you so you can watch them. Okay, they're fucking perfect. Because nice. part part one is that, and then part two is the Superman, Superman. fight. Obviously, yeah. who does Superman? Nobody. Oh my Fans. god! They even have like the fun part with like Green Lantern having one arm or Green Arrow having one arm and shit <laughs> like that. Yeah. Green Lantern, whatever. Same fucking thing. The green dude. Oh my god! I cannot believe that he did that. And then to give that fucking snarky bullshit of like, well, he had a staff. That's what Dick Grayson used. Like, no, he didn't. It's what Tim Drake used, which you wouldn't know because you never read any of the fucking books, did you? <laughs> this is the second worst adaptation of a film ever. Next to fucking The Dark Tower, which I just I don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, after his protege, Jason Todd, gets murdered, Batman fucking stops for a while, and then the city goes to shit, and he's like, bullshit we're going back in and then carrie kelly was just a fan of like who fucking batman was and shit and wanted to be a superhero anyway so she starts helping him and he like when he comes back he is fucking hard fucking core too by the way yeah there he is peter weller oh michael emerson is the joker that's nice too that's right that was michael emerson yeah that's he, he actually is pretty good on that too say michael jackson is off from anywhere <laughs> that is that's gotta be different michael jackson right? okay british american talk radio show host okay good for you oh gary anthony williams was the mutant leader bruce tim oh shit bruce tim was thomas wayne bruce fucking tim he oh, was the, the fucking character designer for the Harley. batman animated series yeah he was fucking fantastic 
Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Fuck. Maybe I don't know this movie that well. <laughs> Conan O'Brien's in it. And Andy Richter. Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter are in it. Fuck <laughs> yeah. What's up, dog? No, you're, you're, you're going to have to watch these movies. I'm going to... Uh, I'll run them to you. All right. Because they're so fucking good, man. Especially the first one. Because you've read them, right? Yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, my God. So fucking... So tired. I'm still so fucking angry right now. It's not funny. <laughs> Why the fuck? I knew that would kind of trigger you. Son of a bitch, dude. Like, now I want to watch the fucking Justice League movie just mm-hmm. so I can just yell at it the whole fucking time, which is what I'm going to do. Excuse me. Sorry, guys. We're going to have to live cast that one. We're oh, my God. Yeah. Hot live... mic in your face. <laughs> live cast it from the police station after I murder Zack Snyder with a shovel. I mean, he's the better Zack. You got to admit that. Disagree. At least I fucking respect Batman's lore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did to make me into a happier place now? You know what I did last weekend? I had me a prequel day. Watched all the Star Wars prequels. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. There's so much fun. Back to man. back to back? Yeah. All three of them in a row. Man. <laughs> Just... I didn't know that was possible. Oh, it's so good, man. They're so great. They're like, there's so much fun. There's so many memes from them now because mm-hmm. the prequel memes and everything. And they're way better than the current Star Wars films. So going back now, they're actually a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, who doesn't love, you know, Trade Federation blockades and would you prefer the last, and... Would you prefer The Last Jedi where nothing fucking happens for two and a half hours and the entire plot could be solved with a five-minute conversation we wouldn't need a two-and-a-half-hour movie? I mean, that casino planet was kind of neat. Oh, my God. You can go fuck off straight to hell. Mm-hmm. How dare you? That is so... They raced creatures like okay. dogs. Look, here's the thing. Here's the worst thing about the casino planet. The whole plot line of, you know, Finn going there with random Asian girl. I refuse to learn her name because she wasn't a fucking important character. It didn't matter. The way you make that movie better is you have Poe go with Fen to that casino planet. Now there's character development. Poe doesn't have to sit on the ship for the whole movie and just be wasted and whine the whole fucking time. Because mm-hmm. that guy's a good actor. What's his name? Oscar Isaacs? Yeah. He's a good fucking actor. And Poe's a fun character. Instead, you put him on the boat and he just whines and bitches all day. And it's all paranoid thinking that the government's collapsing and yeah, Leah doesn't know exactly. what she's doing. Exactly. Yeah, fucking bullshit. I don't know He just turns into like a fucking whiny little bitch and then you put Finn with some random fucking pipe fitter plumber whatever the fuck her job was. Was she clean toilets or something like that? Bullshit. You change that storyline you make it Finn and Poe out there now all of a sudden you got some fucking character development going on. Now Poe gets to realize like oh maybe the Republican or the um the rebels aren't this idyllic you know, resistance group that I thought they were. I've learned something. I've grown as a character. And Finn's like, hey, this is how it happens. But no, what do we do? We do bullshit is what we do. There is a scene in there where the fucking Asian girl is talking to Finn to explain to Finn how some kids have it rough. Finn's character, his backstory, if you've seen the movies, he's picked up as like a baby, essentially, drafted into the fucking New Order and raised as a child soldier. I think he knows that kids can have it bad. Like, there's, there's no character development. What are you talking about? There. That's a great life. It's so fucking stupid. Three hots and a cot? Come on. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know why he was bitching in the first place. We should have just fucking wiped out all these fucking rebel scum anyway. The Empire did nothing wrong. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Darth Vader guy. I'm a dark side guy. The rebels are all terrorists. I agree. I'll be honest with you. Maybe go to court do it legally 
They're they're attacking uh, civilian targets. It's bullshit. <laughs> We're literally doing the conversation from uh, clerks, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> like, I caught on. <laughs> I mean, there were like you know there could have been sewer workers and like slaves and stuff on the Death Star, and they, yeah. yeah, there's contractors that exist. <laughs> I I do agree with clerks when it comes to Empire, though. That is the probably the best Star Wars movie of all time. Yeah, Empire's fantastic. You know what's better than the Star Wars movies, though? Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I can agree with that. Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the original Xbox. Yeah, Darth I've been, Revan. I've been re- replaying those lately. Nice. I'm not shitting you. I have the first one on my phone. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was like $10 on the App Store. Like, like, the, like I'm not going to buy Knights yeah. of the Old Republic it actually for $10. Runs? Oh, yeah. It runs fine. looks great. Wow. No problems with it whatsoever. I mean, I guess that was original Xbox. It does kill the battery pretty quickly. I will oh. give you that. Yeah. And then I have the second one on Steam that I play on my laptop when I'm at home. That's okay. what I've been replaying lately. I have a shit ton of current gen games that I need to finish. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Knights of the Old Republic 2 for the seventh time at this point. <laughs> so Wise choice. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, mods now. Oh, yeah? Apparently, um, I don't know if you know the whole, like... Uh, problem that was Knights of the Old Republic 2. Mm, I never actually played the second one. It's good now. It was rushed into production because the first one got so many fucking awards and shit. They were like, get that, get the sequel out. Let's go. So they couldn't finish it. And then this group of modders online found all the old game files that were stored in the code that they were going to put into the story but like didn't have time for. And they restored it. Like, there's literally a mod for free on Steam. It's like the restored content mod no for shit. Knights of the Public 2 where they throw all the shit in there. Oh, wow. It's been a lot of fun, man. That's pretty playing. Cool. But yeah, no, I had a I had a prequel day. Watched all three of the prequels. Okay. And uh, we need to all admit that Ewan McGregor needs to play Obi-Wan in a standalone Obi-Wan film. I mean, it might be like a sit-alone by the time he gets to play it. Ewan McGregor is such a good actor, he can make the dialogue he has to speak in those movies sound believable. He has to deliver the line, I saw a hologram of him killing younglings, and he does it with actual emotion without cracking a smile. That right there deserves an Oscar, and I'm not shitting you. That is fucking ridiculous. Everybody's a good actor in that movie, except for Hayden Christensen. (laughs) That kid cannot act. He just can't do it. That's two weeks in a row now. We're, we're two for two. I don't care. Bashing Hayden I will bash Hayden Christensen every fucking episode of this fucking podcast. What about Jake Lloyd? Jake Lloyd. Oh, was that the original Anakin, the, the little kid? Yeah. What is he doing? I think he, like, was depressed and everything because everybody, like, ripped on him so hard that he, like, retired from acting immediately. It's not his fault. He was nine years old and had yeah. fucking stupid lines to deliver. One of his lines was really yippee. <laughs> go clean the racks and you can go home. Yippee! You talk. I'm, I'm going to handle this. All right. I still like the, are you an angel? Oh, God. <laughs> the pilots come in. They tell us that they're deep space creatures that are the most beautiful things in the world. That's how you spell Lloyd. <laughs> okay. There he Recon. is. Jake Lloyd. Da, 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 da. He's from Fort Collins. He's 29. He's older than I am. Yeah, look at look at this. Oh, that, that is scary as fuck. Is that a, that's a mug shot. He yeah, got arrested. Yeah, he was arrested. <laughs> Oh shit! That is def. Yeah, that's a mugshot. Mm. What do you get arrested for? Insane. There's an insane car chase at some point, apparently. Star Wars Anakin, Jake Lloyd. Here, let me go ahead and read this yeah, real quick. Read Jake Lloyd, the actor who played young Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, was arrested. TMZ has learned after an insane car chase that ended with Jake plowed into some trees, 
Cops say Lloyd was driving in Charleston, South Carolina when sheriff's deputies began pursuing him. The chase was underway and it went on for miles into another county. Deputies say Jake began passing cars on the double yellow line and began driving recklessly at high speeds. Now that's pod racing. <laughs> You're welcome. Cops say eventually Jake lost control of his car, which ran off the road through a fence and into a wooded area where it struck several trees. Several. <laughs> several trees. The 26-year-old, who also starred in Jingle All the Way. Wow. Fucking fantastic. Did not film, know by that. The way. I never put that two and two together. Arrested for reckless driving, failure to stop, resisting arrest, and driving without a license. <laughs> oh, he's currently in custody. Wow. Now that's what, pod racing. What was this from? This is from <clears throat> June of 2015. Oh my god. Dang. He looks rough. Yeah, he looks... There has been some meth. <laughs> that is for sure some meth, Doug. Wow. Look at that. Look at what George Lucas does to people. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Carrie Fisher's dead. This kid's in prison. He only grew to be five foot five. That doesn't surprise me at all, to be honest with you. Unhook the stars. What the fuck is that? Pull up his IMDb. Let's see what else he was in. Yeah, right there. No, oh, he's he's older than I am. Oh, he was in Star Wars Racer Revenge from two thousand two. Oh, he voiced young Anakin Skywalker. There's no fucking way he actually did that. That's got to be like audio codes from the first movie, right? I don't know. I mean, that's only three years away. There is no fucking way. All right, maybe. I guess you're true. Yeah, Phantom Menace was 99. This is 2002. Oh, he hosted a TV movie. Oh, that the TV movie is host. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. He was in like four episodes of ER. This kid was going places. Then he was anti- then it just fucking ends with oh my god it yeah. really does just end with episode one yeah. <laughs> he did a shit ton of voice lines for like video games mm-hmm. and then he ended it yep. oh that poor kid oh that was the one actor Jake Lloyd when is this from has been through living hell from 2012 according to Jake Lloyd so that's what he yeah. says when he was tired when he was hired at the tender age of eight. To play the lead in Star Wars Episode One, Jake Lloyd wanted nothing more than to take the iconic character of Darth Vader and reveal his heretofore unexplored inner giddy child who really enjoyed pod racing, laughing, and saying yippee. Whoever wrote this fucking gets it. <laughs> Thus establishing a dramatic bookend to his innocence-destroying no. <laughs> you fuck. This is made by... this. Did I write this? <laughs> Unfortunately, Star Wars fans were, le- were less than thrilled about meeting Darth Vader as an adorable young Muppet, and they soon laid into him with a rancor uncharacteristic of Star Wars fans, except those Star Wars fans whose favorite character is the rancor. Go fuck yourself. That's a terrible line. <laughs> yeah. As Lloyd revealed in a recent interview, nothing compared to when we got home. My entire school life was a living hell. <laughs> now, 23-year-old Lloyd said... By way of explaining why he entered early retirement from at yeah or early retirement, not the fact that you couldn't get hired because you were in fucking two of the worst films ever made at the age of twelve, which was certainly by choice. Not that he was in Episode One and Jingle All the Way, and everybody was like, "This kid's fucking poison. We're done." Uh, according to Lloyd, not only was he bombarded with up to sixty interviews a day, he was taunted by really mean schoolmates who would make the sound of the lightsaber every time they saw me. That's not mean. What are you? What is this fucking kid's problem? <laughs> Till finally he could take the logistically, what the logistically, f- logistically un oh okay, yeah. unlikely attention and scathing sound effects no more. Let the hate flow through him. Oh motherfucker, who's ever writing this is amazing, <laughs> and destroyed all of his Star Wars memorabilia. Good. 
<laughs> I love whoever wrote this. These days, Lois not only want not only won't watch episode one, blaming George Lucas for failing to meet the standards of the public. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. He wants nothing to do with the franchise at all, knowing that he's only reprised his role as Anakin's for five video games. Yeah, only five. So. Mm-hmm. And avowing that he's learned to hate it when the cameras are pointed at me. Except, of course, when attending fan conventions where he can then autograph those cameras, photos, and charge them for the privilege. <laughs> Ouch. But even this is a small consolation for the hell he continues to go through. He can go fuck himself. Wow. Oh, they were mean. They made fucking lightsaber sounds at me and shit. Like, that would be, like, cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you realize that you're fucking, you're the king, right? Yeah. Like, you were eight then, but four years from now, you're gonna be rolling in fucking middle school pussy. Dude, what are you doing? Then he grew a fucking terrible Guy Fox facial hair and got arrested. <laughs> I fucking hate this kid even more now. Years act oh years active. I thought that was years alive for a second. I was like, is he fucking dead? Because I'm not gonna feel bad for what I did. <laughs> oh man. They should bring him back in one of the new Star Wars movies. Yeah. Just have him be like a bartender or something stupid like that. But how fucking great would that be? I'd enjoy it. Like br- bring him back for. Ep- Episode nine, and he's like a general with the rebels. Yeah, and then they're like, "We won, we won the battle," and he goes, "Yippee!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sign oh, yeah. it right now. Give him a sarcastic yippee, even like not even like a real one. Just have him be like, uh, "Oh, I got it. Okay, here we go. Scene. It's gonna open up. We're on a desert planet. I I assume because that's every third planet in the Star Wars franchise. Desert planet." Poe and Finn are trapped on this desert planet. They're trying to get parts for their ship so they can meet up with the Rebels for the final battle so we can beat the New Order and peace and prosperity can roll across the galaxy. Okay. So, they go into trade with this guy. Obviously, Republic credits aren't going to be good enough. We already know. That's been established. And they're like, well, we've got this stuff to trade. And they empty, like, a bag. And he's like, oh, some old blasters, blah, blah, blah. He's like, and they're like, well, isn't that enough? And he goes, why would you think that would be enough? I'm like, well, what if we can do some jobs for you? And he goes, yippee. That's all we need right there. Scene. Oh, my God. I would fucking... Oh, I'd be so fucking happy. Please let that happen. Is there any way that can happen? No. God damn it. Because as soon as he steps on set, somebody's going to make a lightsaber sound. (laughs) And he's going to run crying into his car and run home. It's so funny. I was only in one movie, guys. We're like, yeah, we know. Five video games. I was in Jingle All the Way, too. I hung out with fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. And and Sinbad. And uh, fucking the one guy who died from SNL. He got killed by his wife. Uh, What was his name? He was going to be Zap Brannigan in Futurama, but he couldn't make it. Because, yeah, Jingle All the Way, I can go on on that, too. Lloyd. (laughs) I spelled Lloyd L-W-O-Y-D. Lloyd. That's how you say it if you're Jewish. Jake Lloyd, he's over here. Oh, Republic credits aren't enough. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, thank you. Yeah, Phil Hartman is also in uh, Jingle All the Way. There's nothing better. That's um, it has one of my favorite things because I'm a huge fan of Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it has some of my favorite Schwarzenegger moments because it's one of those movies where he's we have to pretend like he's not a giant Austrian bodybuilder because mm-hmm. like it works in all of his other movies. He's a special forces guy or he's a secret agent or something like. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense for him to be like super jacked. Now he's suburban dad. Husband. He's a suburban dad in the middle of Milwaukee, and we're all like ignoring the fact that he can't say his own son's name because it's Jamie. We're like Jamie, put the cookie down. Do not touch the cookie. <laughs> it's the fucking best. 
And no one ever fucking mentions the fact that he's 6'8 and 250 of pure muscle mm-hmm. and has a heavy Austrian accent. They all just talk to him normally. Yeah. It's my favorite thing about some Arnold Schwarzenegger films is when we have to like ignore the fact that he is that. Oh my god, man. The amount of humor you get from that shit. It's fantastic. <sighs> Alright, what else are we going to talk about? I don't know. That's all I had on my list. So. Uh, I mean, I could run about Jason Todd a little bit more. Yeah, See, I mean, we're getting close to the hour mark, so... That is fair. I guess we can push to the hour only. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, by the time I edit it down, we'll probably be good tight 52 or something. Nice tight 52? Mm-hmm. No one's ever said that before. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Alright, so, who's, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? Mm, I mean, probably the Packers. You think so? No, I just wanted to piss you off. That's I figured that piss would, me off. That's I figured that would make you mad. You give a fuck about that? I figured you would rep your own team. No, to have some balls. We'll make the playoffs, but I don't think we'll. I don't think it's going to happen. To be honest with you, you. don't even think I'll make the playoffs? No. That's... I think you get three losses in the first four weeks, and then Cam Newton cries himself to sleep, hangs himself in his bedroom, and then you guys just shut your whole franchise down. I mean, that could work, because our bye week is week four or five, so, I mean, as long as we just get it out of the way early, we can <laughs> rebound from there. Just have him hang himself quickly, so you never have to worry about <laughs> We can rebound from there, pick up somebody in free agency. Yeah. You're a Carolina Panthers fan, just so everybody yeah. knows that. Oh, yeah. Why are you a Carolina Panthers fan, by the way? Are you from Carolina? Is that what it is? No, or? I'm not. Uh, when I was a kid, I was a big <clears> Charlotte <throat> Hornet fan, and that was about the time that the Panther franchise came around. And the same and so, colors, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, I'll stick <clears> with the city. You know. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, like the opposite of what I had here. So I had St. Louis for baseball and hockey. I needed somebody else for NBA and football at the time. This is before the Rams came in. So I did the same thing, and we had the Rams. Oh. I refused to root for the Rams. Yeah. I mean, I took great pleasure in the fact, because we were in the same division when the Panthers first came in. Mm-hmm. And we beat them a lot. It was fun. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Did you guys play like a Super Bowl against each other or something like that? No, we uh, on the road to the Super Bowl when we made it to the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, okay. That's back what it was. Back in 2004. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's all right. I lost the Super Bowl last year. So, yeah. Because I'm, I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah. So I'm listening to everybody turning off their podcast mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. saying I'm a Patriots fan. Here's the thing. I have justifications for it. You do. You're not a bandwagon fan. I will say that. No, much. I was not you, a bandwagon You have been a fan for a long time. Since 2000. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was eight. So, I mean, it makes sense for me to pick a team at eight. Yeah, that was good and flashy. And... It, it wasn't even that, because they weren't that great in 2000. 2001 is when they got fucking hard. Oh, yeah. That was the right. top shit. Yeah. 2000 was Brady's rookie year. He didn't even play that year. It was okay. all uh, Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Yeah. Who, how bad do you feel for Bledsoe, by the way? Pretty awful. He has led the way for two starting quarterbacks now, because he got hurt and then Romo came in for the Cowboys, and then he never got a spot back either. Yeah. But, like, I picked the Patriots... One, because the Rams were here by the time I was, you know, born. And I'm not going to root for the Rams, because they're originally from L.A. My first sport, above all, is hockey. My first team, above all, is the Blues. I will not root for an L.A. team. You can put a gun to my head, I will not root for an L.A. team. So the L.A. Rams come here and pretend like they're from St. Louis. I'm like, the fuck you are. Go fuck yourself, Kurt Warner. Read this Bible, dog. What's up, Mike Martz? Marshall Falk was pretty good, though. I liked him. Although, he doesn't he doesn't believe the moon landing was real. Are you aware of that? I was not. Yeah, Marshall Falk does not think the moon landing was real. He thought it was faked. He's an insane person. <laughs> anyway, so I got to pick a team. I'm eight years old. I'm playing Pop Warner, finally. Like, I'm finally playing football. So I, I got to pick a team to watch. And then um, 
my dad kind of liked the Patriots too. He was a big Oakland Raiders fan, but he was like, if you're going to root for a team, you should root for the Patriots. Because apparently, from what I've heard, the Patriots were going to come to St. Louis before they went to New England. Because the guys who owned them before Kraft were friends with the Bush family. Oh, wow. So they were going to be the St. Louis Patriots instead. So I was like, well, fuck it. That's my team then. And the next year we won the Super Bowl and Tom Brady becomes the greatest quarterback of all time. So, Well, he didn't become that season. Do what? He didn't become the greatest quarterback of all time that season. No, no, he did. The moment he touched a ball, he became the greatest quarterback of all time. The moment he touched your balls. He hasn't done it yet. Oh. I've been asking. Yeah? Yeah, I always DM him on Twitter, but he never gets back to me. That makes sense. Probably because he got Giselle. Yeah. Or like Jizz L. I'm like, oh, what's that? I don't know. Is it like a Superman thing? That's a millennial thing. Oh. I was like Kal-El and Giselle. Kal-El and Giselle. <laughs> Giselle, daughter of Krypton. <laughs> She's the only one good enough for Tom Brady, so it makes sense. Yeah. What is Supergirl's name? Is she an L? Or just a... Um, Kara? I think it's Kara. Look it up. I want to see if I'm right. Here, I'll look it up. All right. Yeah, Kara Zorel. Okay, so she does have an L. So I was right. Okay, it was Kara. Yeah. That's not bad for somebody who never reads fucking Superman books. Yeah. Not a fan. So I didn't know if it would be like a Spanish thing, you know, like L and then like Aya is one of the female versions. <laughs> Kara Zorea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell, that sounds like a Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> Did, um, oh my God. Did you see who got cast for uh, Booster Gold? I haven't seen it confirmed yet. Like I don't know if it's confirmed, but I heard Nathan Fillion is going to play Booster Gold. This would help if I knew who Booster Gold was. You don't know who Booster Gold is? No. Oh, fuck. We'll have to say that for the next episode, then okay. I can't get in all of that. All right. He's a, he's a really fun comic book character. Okay. And it's central to the Blackest Night storyline. That's Green Lantern shit, man. It was the whole DC Universe. It was zombies with the DC Universe. Have you, have you ever read Blackest Night? No. I thought of the whole Green Lantern thing, so. It involves the Green Lantern, but the Black Rings are uh, resurrecting dead heroes. Okay. So DC pulls all of the heroes that they've killed off at that point. It actually started leading the way to the New 52. Hmm. But all these Black Rings are pulling back all the fucking like dead heroes from the time and shit like that. Oh, it's fucking good. Wow. It's a zombie apocalypse set in the DC universe where the rings are taking over dead superheroes, not just dead people. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested. It's some top shit, dog. It's about 47 fucking comics. Oh. Like, weekly ones, but they were like... There was a lot of comic books involved in it. Damn. And everybody had the Blackest Night shit. It was pretty good. Guy Guy Gardner's in there. He has good shit going on. Who was, like, my favorite Green Lantern. Everybody else hated him. Okay. He gets a red ring at one point because he's so angry because he sees uh, one of his friends die. So he has a green and a red ring on, and he just starts, like, mowing down dudes like a motherfucker. So he's just a Christmas tree? Yeah, it was pretty dope shit. Damn. How dare you? Guy Gardner's a man. All right, buddy. You ready to uh, shut shut this down for the week? Um, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it, as no, always. No. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, as always. Uh, if you like this show, keep listening. I know this one was a little bit more laid back than last time. I wasn't as drunk as last week, so it'll, yeah. it'll be more fun last time, next time. Um, if you want more of this, follow me um, on Twitter, at MelchKnowsBest. That's M-E-L-C-H. Nose is in K N O W S best B E S T. Want to plug your Twitter real quick, boy? Yeah, sure. I'm at Big Guy ACV. There we go. And then the Twitter for the podcast is at the A number two Z show. Number two because this show is shit.
It's the shit. You forgot the word the. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks again for listening. We, we love you all, and we will see you again uh, next week. Later. Bye-bye.